you guys, listen, you know what time it is. If you don't, it's weird that you clicked on this and yeah. that you did it. It's Ghosted Stories, and it's Chelsea. And Aaron. And we are here with singer, just, I almost said entrepreneur. I don't know if that's true. But Actually, I feel like I feel, yeah. I feel it from you. Mm-hmm. Woman of the world, Carmen Rogers. Carmen. Hi, everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sultry. Getting right up I in there. Love yeah. That. No, I, I don't sound like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can. <laughs> Well, thank you so much mm-hmm. for trekking out to Astoria. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting up with my cats. I know you're not the biggest cat person, no. but you're here for the cause, for yeah. the greater good. It is the greater good. And we have lots of greater goods to talk about today. And I'm here for wine. And yeah. well, you're here for wine, which we are never in any shortage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll provide you with plenty of wine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we have lots to talk about today. Obviously, we'll get to your stories, but we just unanimously decided that there was one and only one topical shit we need to discuss today, which will be, well, it's just always going to be re- relevant for the rest of time, Yeah. even though technically it'll be like a couple weeks old by the time you listen to this you won't be done hearing about it no and nor should you nor will you ever forget it and if you haven't watched it shame on you we're talking about of course Baychella. Baychella. and i haven't watched oh, it which is the God. bane of my existence but yeah Aaron, you tried yeah and, and we helped show you the way of how you can after this yeah and the internet doesn't want you to be great right no. now she's none of the link she's she doesn't exactly. she said you weren't there and for her when she was at her best <laughs> mm-hmm you're just going to miss it when, you know, everyone's talking about her. You had to have been there. Yeah. Well, if you, I mean, if you guys didn't watch Beachella, other than Aaron, we'll talk you through it. Mm-hmm. I almost said hang up. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hang up the phone. No. But I think it helps if you, like, listen to what it's like, it'll get you jazzed for it. You'll know what's happening. Exactly. Oh, totally. So definitely it would be, you know, you'll get more on this conversation if you have watched. But basically, I mean... Carmen, I want you to kick it off because you were getting like emotional right no, before I, I, I made us no, stop I've, talking I've, about it. Talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> I've been in my feels since watching late Saturday night, early into the morning of Sunday, sure. and you know, I think at this point, since Beyonce renamed it Baychella, that yes. today we are Baycasting from yes. Astoria, yes. Um, and you know, the thing is, she's already phenomenal we know she's a machine she's beautiful amazing voice she can dance in five inch heels and she dances just all of it artistry vision and vision Mm -hmm. and dancing in five inch heels right and she dances as hard as her dancers oh yeah while singing live guys i really want you to understand that she sings live that's not her lip syncing Mm -hmm. she is holding a microphone it's not even like Oh, yeah. head no. one of those those yeah. you know headphone thingy microphone things yeah. and, right you know she's actually singing holding a mic and dancing her face off and, and so, you can fully i mean you can hear it in that in, in that like twice in the entire fucking almost two hours that she performed i would say like twice you could almost hear her like catching a breath or yeah. taking a breath which is just which which is shows, which is human which, show, which is human and yeah. which then shows that yeah. like she is, it just emphasizes the insane, inhuman, incredible ability of it. I, I think in, inhuman is a great way to put it because so we've inhuman. never actually seen her drink water. So <laughs> is she human? Is she android? I don't know. But the point is, know. is that she's amazing. And that performance was as iconic as she is now. Oh, yeah. She just dropped two babies. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing, too. She's still postpartum. She's still postpartum. She did that postpartum. (laughs) 
There are women who can't pick up a sponge. <laughs> and no shade Much to Much less pick no, up their exactly. leg for a high kick. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? No, I can't. Birth and two babies and then high kicking? And yeah, then no, I can't. Redefining Coachella. Making yeah. it so that basically no one else can ever perform Coachella again. Yeah. Because yeah. No, it we, will never live ev- up to like one-fourth of Nothing else matters after Beachella. It was just, I mean, the... The concept, first of all, yeah. I really enjoyed. I mm-hmm. love, we were watching a little snippet of it before. Cause I love, marching band always gets me hype. I was in the marching band. I, we were talking oh. about majorettes. I was a majorette. Oh my I God. was the crew captain. What? So that brings me back. Wait. Like, I always get a little emotional when I hear like a drum line, mm-hmm. or, you know? So I just thought that was such a cool concept. And also, like, you were like so rooted in black culture as yeah. well. And like, the, they were kind of doing some like step no, dancing. It was ride really some, just like, like yeah. a black college homecoming yeah. came to life on the Coachella stage. And I know there were, things that were so nuanced that you know a person that didn't have a black college experience or at least be like um you know black college adjacent meaning (laughs) that you've at least attended one to visit maybe a family member or just it's kind of part of the culture because even black high schools started emulating those things too so predominantly black high schools have kind of the same vibe at their homecoming so you got to see a black college homecoming and the whole Greek, black Greek life, um, which is kind of an oxymoron, but we'll get into that another time. <laughs> but, um, but you got to see that come to life on stage. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it was so inspiring and so gorgeous. And all of those players and she like literally plucked people from different colleges and then she yeah. gave all this money to hbcus like the next day did she yeah she, she did a hundred thousand dollars she set up a scholarship because you know i mean hbcus historically black colleges and universities um you know financially are at the bottom of the totem right. pole you know they don't right. get the endowments are low you know right. the um the, the the donors are reflective of you know the the money that they have and yeah. so everything's just kind Kind of, you know, I would say financially lower tiered, but um, the education the kids are getting there is pretty freaking amazing. So, yeah, it, it was just at the end of the day, she's a goddess. Yes. Actually, she might be a god because, you know, let's not even separate it by right. gender. Yeah. She, she's just a, a gender neutral she, god of she, all people and genders. Agreed. <laughs> like, you know, she says in one of her songs, you, you know, could be the black Bill Gates yeah, in the yeah, making. Yeah, yeah. And then she said at, at Beychella, I I'm, am the black Bill Gates in the making. And then oh. she drops $100,000 the next day yeah. for historically black colleges and universities. So chills just all hail Beyonce. And also Bill Gates wishes he was Beyonce. I know. Like, please. I mean. Don't lower yourself, Beyonce, to Bill Gates. <laughs> so she can't put on khaki pants and some New Balance sneakers. Yeah, she would She would wear that would and I'd be like, cool. I guess I got to buy some black... I gotta buy some khaki pants. Right. With a giant crotch area. I guess that's what we're doing now. Giant crotch area. I truly And pleased. I hope it does. And is it giant because he needs the space? I doubt it. Mm. I mean, maybe. I, don't I mean, we don't, know. we don't know. Bill Gates, Bill don't Gates know. could be packing. Maybe Bill Gates can get it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I don't want to say anything negative about Bill Gates, but. I mean, Melinda's in case he his wants wife, to give right? us money. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to step on her yeah. toes because no. she yeah. actually runs the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's the truth. As you do. But yeah, all right, Beachella. She did like every song her. from her catalog. Like it was two just, hours. Was she was up insane. there. Like there, no, she there sang was, for like, two no hours. Song she didn't do. Like I, it was just she did some deep cuts. It was like, what were her deep cuts? It was insane. Love on top. She, 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 she closed with love on top, on top. <laughs> and 
she sang and she changed keys for anybody that has musician ears being able to like continually continuously she changed keys going higher so she kept singing higher and i promise you it was just like when are you gonna stop yeah she was yeah. singing into the heavens because she's a god oh, yeah she was she just singing like little, up to her home where she hangs out. Up to out. her home where she hangs out. She's just <laughs> hanging out down here with us mere mortals. You know? Yeah, just and she's just early. like, I'm going to bless you with two hours before I go back to the... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my she God. did like little... Re- like I love when, I mean, you get like the little remixes for a second. Like <gasps> oh suddenly gosh, she's just she- like putting a little taste of like juvenile back that ass up here. Yes. And a little taste of like, I'm trying to remember what else. Because she like, actually did. That's what would happen with marching band right at these colleges they do these crazy mashups and so it can be an r&b song into juvenile back that ass up and then into swag surfing you know it's you know so we got to swag surf you know we got to you know uh, you know she's saying me myself and i you know that was always one of my favorites and i started freaking out when she went into that one oh i love that song so much it's not celebrated enough and then she was like hey kitty cat you don't want no more she did like a little, little breakdown. She does kitty like cat. little like rap asides and like kitties. little yeah. breakdown. Yeah, yeah, the cats won't come. They're friends. Yeah. Okay. Away. Um, yeah, she <laughs> introduced sort of. I was here. I will be walking down the street and I will hear someone. She did. Did she? Oh, I do don't what? know if she did. Uh, I was, that's that's I, oh, I was, was here. here. What yeah. song is that? Oh my God. Off a uh, four. Off uh, four. Oh. Yeah. Why I'm do not I gonna know the song. It. I was here. That's my terrible. No, she didn't do that uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a ballad. <laughs> but it's about but like she, leaving your mark did on I the care. world oh. and how she hopes that she leaves her mark on the world, which like you have Beyonce, you did it. As much as I am a Bay Stan, I don't know I was here. You would enjoy it. You'll Are know you it. Of the four right. album? You'll listen you'll listen to it and you'll know it. i and uh well, yeah, she did I care off that album, which she I feel like she doesn't so. always do, which is also a good one. And then she, I don't uh, sing like that. she introduced like a, uh, her little sort of boy toys, the the bugaboos, right? She kind of deemed like this yes. uh, dance group, like her her dude backup yes. dancers, the bugaboos, and she kind of like made them her bitches uh, because they were actually pledges, right? Oh, oh they really okay, were. Okay. In quotes, well, like because in she was giving you again kind of the black college the experience, whole, like, experience of, yeah. and what was great was that she made guys her bitches. Mm. That's what was most important. Yeah. Wait, can I tell you one of my favorite tweets about Beachella? Please, okay, because I love Twitter, and now I'm mad that I can't remember who said it. Okay, but she was like, "Any of you in writers' rooms talking about diversity need to shut the fuck up," because Beyonce not only found found eleven black women to play violin and dance, yeah. so you can't tell me you can't find somebody to write for your show. <laughs> How that's about amazing. that? Yeah, that's amazing. How about that? No, her- she groomed some of them. She went up to twelve year olds. She was like, "You're going to learn to dance, and I will be a Coachella <laughs> in eight years, and you're going to be there." <laughs> And you know they're like, oh yeah, my gosh! Yeah. I mean, Chloe and Hallie are great examples. Yeah. The little girls that she found, and I shouldn't even say she found them on YouTube because they posted on YouTube. She ended up signing them. But what many people don't know is that one of them played younger her in this off-brand movie that she did called The Fighting Temptations. Oh, oh I God, remember I The Fighting about Temptations. That. Yes. So what people don't know, and I can't, honestly, I can't remember if it's Chloe or Hallie, but one of those girls played the younger version of her character. Oh, wow. Then they grow up to be these beautiful singers, songwriters, and they start posting these videos on YouTube and they reconnected. She signs them what? and now they're little goddesses in the making. Like really? Holy Their new album is it's it's really beautiful. It's oh great work. Beyonce. So yeah, Beyonce, em, she's an employer. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. A job creator. She's a job creator. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's she the a best cr- that America will ever have to give the world. <sighs> she's it. She's royalty. Truly. And she's royalty and it makes and as much as I love Jay. Again, she made a song called Upgrade You. Right. <laughs> Jay, I want you to know as much as I love you. And I've loved you for a very long time. And I appreciate everything you've brought to the culture. Beyonce upgraded you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. She upgraded you. And you're even cuter now. Not that you weren't cute before. You know, you had your your look. But now. She upgraded his fucking soul. Like, she she made him hungry to be introspective. You know? Like, he talks about that. Did you guys watch Little Sidebar Tangent? Letterman. Yeah, Letterman. Mm -hmm. I just watched it last night. Yeah. Ugh, so, and I also, I mean, Letterman's like, yeah, one of my people too. Oh, with Jay, so was, I need to watch oh, that. It was so good. It's a great interview. Yeah. It's a yeah. great interview, but that's important. He's introspective mm-hmm. now versus we, we saw the potential of him being a great businessman. Right. He obviously has his own vision. He, he and has his own vision. Drive, you know, yeah. he's mm-hmm. created so much. Mm-hmm. He's made these power moves behind the scenes and yeah. in front of the scenes. But just making money, that's just, that's really like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of one dimensional. Right. So he's now fully formed. He's, I I believe that he's an evolved man. Completely evolved and like multidimensional now where like, absolutely. let me do a really deep cut sidebar really quick Mm -hmm. and I'll probably cut this out. But related to that and related to watching Jay-Z on the Letterman interview, I thought it was interesting. I randomly picked up this book at the airport called Three Kings and it's about um, Puffy, uh, Dr. Dre Mm -hmm. and Jay-Z being sort of the the three kings of making rap a a business, you know, like really not just being like about the performing Mm -hmm. and but really having the vision being the first three to sort of understand how to capitalize and, and make it, it an empire sh- and pulling it Pull, from the yes. streets and making mm-hmm. it marketable and, mm-hmm. and making and having the vision to be like okay i'm gonna have you know diddy like i'm gonna have ciroc yeah. and i'm gonna have you know making it yeah. a, themselves like build an empire and be a brand but whoever and you know from whoever's fucking perspective the author whose name escapes me right now but his sources uh who people who knew jay-z growing up they were talking about him as being basically people who knew him growing up. Their take was like, yeah, he was talented. Yeah. He seemed to want to be doing music, but he was sort of wishy washy about it. Or he sort of like showed up in a like sort of ambivalent way. And he sort of, do you know, I just thought that was really fascinating. It was like, they described sort of maybe like a turning point for him that he thought like, okay, I need to sort of take this to the next level. But that as a young man, people were like, oh, I didn't really actually think much of him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? And that's hear? very interesting because when people describe Puffy, um, because I know a lot of people that went, that he went to Howard University, right. um, HBCU. Right. I know a lot of people that were there when his brief yeah. time there. Right. And, and all of them describe him the same way. He was always a hustler. Yes. Mm. Always a He hustler. was always like, I have arrived. He like, always, always had that vision. He was a party promoter. Mm-hmm. He was creating even in college. He, you know, he was always doing a million different things right. because he was just like, I'm going to make it. He always saw himself as mega mogul Absolutely. superstar. Absolutely. Even when he was, but, yeah. it, but that's honestly, I believe that that's a good story. You yeah. know, that, you know, some of the people who get to that point, they're, sometimes is a turning point. I don't think everyone's yeah. born into this whole yeah. thing of, I know I'm going to make it one day. There might be a turning yeah. point in your life. There might be something that was always in you, but some of those things people don't actually see yeah. and you may not have shown it to the world. Yeah. 
because you didn't know that it was there either. And something, some, yeah, something had to happen mm-hmm. in your life to give you the confidence to realize you could take it to the next level. And like, yeah, I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you well, guys. that's the thing that's interesting about the three of them is you're talking about Jay with Beyonce is like Dre and Puffy are obviously very successful obviously very powerful but they don't have the cultural pull that jay-z has right seems to me i would say 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 diddy did but does he still diddy did diddy did currently though i'm talking about but currently like people you look to jay dr dre still kind of does you think only because now i'm wearing his headphones right now i mean no absolutely (laughs) and i say that and that's the reason why because now we don't even realize his influence. Yeah. It's kind of like what Nas. So yeah. we're not, Nas is amongst people that love hip hop. He's, he's most people's top of course, yeah. five or 10, right. like minimum top mm, 10. Right, right. But Nas is in some different conversations because he invested in all of these companies yeah. quietly. Right. People don't know that Nas is one of the owners of Sweet Chicks. Oh, wow. Did you know that? That's crazy. I don't yeah, know what like Sweet it. Chicks is. Sweet Chicks the, the the in Brooklyn and now and they've expanded. They're expanding into yeah, different bakery. areas. But it's it's a restaurant and uh, they're famous for chicken and waffles. So funny. But mm. Sweet Chicks has really become a thing. Like the Sweet Chicks Williamburg is a thing. And and they've now there's one um off of Flatbush. Uh they're, and, and I think they're they're opening one in Astoria. I really oh, that's feel awesome. like that's happening now. But he was quietly one of the investors in that company Ring that Amazon just purchased for a gabillion dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. Meanwhile, versus Jay Z, and I just found this out recently, which is part of his sort of bravado, I uh-huh. guess. Like. I feel like you think, or at least in us New Yorkers think of him as being so attached to the Barclays Center and like the Nets, but mm-hmm. he's like a minimal stakeholder and all that. Like he's like some most minimal percentage stakeholder in Barclays, but you think of it as his place because yeah. he used his celebrity and he used, used it. Yeah. He, 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 ma- he markets the things that he invests Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Also the spotted pig. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Let's, Guys, no, this let's, is let's this is another thing. podcast, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, it no, totally I, I is. It. We have I'm two podcasts yeah. happening here I'm really simultaneously yeah. because when you baycast, um, you know, you just <laughs> you you, know it makes you go. greater. Yeah. And we can you talk don't about know. anything. We've yeah. never talked you about can. HBCUs before, and it's good we did. Yeah. 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 Listen, indeed. we could talk about their I don't know do you guys have any hot takes on their relationship since this is a relationship <sighs> podcast oh, oh boy I mean that's how to bring it back right yeah nice job. I think that's important <sighs> I think what's important for Jay is that he's a man so he's kind of trash by nature sure. truly sure um and I think it's important when men realize oh I'm trash by nature <laughs> And what can I do to elevate myself Mm -hmm. as trash by nature? Sure. You know, like what can I do to just make myself a little bit better? Like I don't have to be stinky trash. Right. Right. I can be, I can be like recyclables. recyclables. (laughs) There we go. That's why we do this. That's why we do this. Um, Yeah, exactly. It's like, like that's the thing. It's like when women settle into their womanhood, she's the most powerful being on the planet. Yeah. And then it's like when men settle into their manhood, we're just like, Oh, this guy. Yeah. He's finally like tolerable. Like you know, and, 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 and the thing is with Jay and that's what he talked about in the Letterman interview, not to give any spoilers, guys watch the Letterman interview. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, but it, you know, just becoming a grown up 
in yeah. some ways. Yeah. But then, um, but the thing is, this is my theory. Oh, mm. And guys, you know, don't take this. If there are any guys listening, which oh, there's guys, no, yeah, we guys just got a great email that's from That's awesome. Yeah, we actually have quite a few guys. Hey, men, <laughs> with an S. Um, so, guys that are listening, and women, you know, and guys, you 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 can agree with me or not, and women, I, I, I so men, you get to a point where you say, you know what going to turn from those ways I'm going to settle in this woman who's in front of me I'm going to love her give her this attention I'm only going to dick her down like I'm going to not spread my dick around like it's you know snacks for the kids like I'm literally going to say hey this is my my dick is this meal for this person right right it's not noble. It's not a noble gesture. It's because you're tired. It's because you're old. It's because you're like, you know what? I've been there, done that. This woman in front of me, she's a good woman. She gives me what I need. And I, I want to take a nap. Right. You know, right. I want to sleep eight hours now instead of, you know, trying to juggle and balance. Right. So it's kind of not necessarily a noble act. So it's almost like we have to catch you when you're tired. But the problem is <laughs> the problem is after you're tired and we say, okay, yay, you're 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 ready to just be with me. But then you stop fucking me. Because you're tired. Right. So I, I, I wish there was kind of this middle ground of right. I'm not tired. But I see that soon I'll be tired. So let me give her at least a couple of my best years. Right. <laughs> a couple. Oh, and so with so with and so to to wrap this back around to Jay. To dovetail back. Back to Jay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, yes, she upgraded you. She makes you better. You're fucking married to Beyonce. Right. <sighs> Did you stop your your ways because you said, you know what? There's so much in me that I have left to give her. Or were you just like, I've been juggling for so long because, you know, Jay got mm, yeah. in them streets. He got yeah. a reputation. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. in some ways a very good reputation, but in, he got a reputation. Sure. You know, it's like, hey, you know what? Right. What, what was what was really the motivation? Yeah, and I think to that point, would would the majority of guys even be able to know or be self aware enough or be able to articulate it? Is would be my question. On top of that, I'm not sure because like, do I, they who, have the emotional intelligence? Who knows? And a lot know, of them probably don't. So so many. I, I believe that, and and I'm sorry, guys, that you <laughs> some super intelligent, emotionally intelligent guys are like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, and and it's tough because <laughs> you you in some ways got the short end of the stick because you know you know there's that saying you know we we love our boys and raise our girls right and mm-hmm. it's like you got loved and you got to 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 be free and and you were encouraged to do guy stuff right. and you were told not to cry and you told you were strong and you and you were coddled in some ways and then there's this generation of women that were told you can't depend on no man and you've got to be strong and you've got to be self-sufficient. And now we're, we've all met at this point where 
now women are fully formed in these ways and we've yeah. met up with infant guys. Yeah. That's the problem because that's the gap right now that the, they it, say. There's a gap. Yeah. 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 Of like highly intelligent, successful women not being able to find. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I feel like I had a really good point. I miss it. Oh, I was going to say to sort of play devil's advocate too, because obviously, you know, there's guys listening that their experience as a man, Mm -hmm. he's sitting and he's thinking, but whatever. And I met this girl and she did X, Y, Z and she was dicking me around and she is da, 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 da. Yeah. But I would argue, and obviously our experience is only ever as living as a woman. So of course we're going to be biased, but I would argue that in general, guys act insane in relationships more because of nature there is just something innate in them that they have to overcome and they have to want to develop a sense of self-awareness and they want to have to want to become introspective to sort of overcome a little and that doesn't excuse it i'm just saying i think it is more no there's a reason any guys right and then any reason yeah exactly and then any guys who are thinking like well i met a lot of insane women in my life or whatever i would argue Mm -hmm. that the majority of those women it was due to nurture more than nature and that those, those were, we're responding, responding. Mm-hmm. we're responding to to yeah, the guys that, that we yeah, dealt yeah. with you know and but. even in some ways i believe that um you know mm-hmm. as women i'm not saying that there aren't women that are tough and there aren't women that are just like hey i'm gonna do me i'm gonna do my thing and i'm not interested in being with with one guy blah blah blah, blah. i believe in so many ways excuse me that is a response to the, we're it's responding to the environment. Absolutely. We are literally, women now, I believe, are a product of our environment. Yeah. We, we all are, though. Like, because this we, society yeah, doesn't do any totally. favors to women, but it doesn't do any favors to men either. Yeah. It, in in ways like you were saying, Carmen, and like obviously in obvious ways it does in favors yeah. and that if the If you guys could rules, see my facial expressions. But, <laughs> but I would say it doesn't. And this is the first. Um, uh, sort of example that comes to mind, which actually I'm not even gonna say that's a bad example, but I would say in terms of not teaching, not 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 uh, socializing guys or teaching guys to, to own their feelings and to be yeah. introspective, and th- that's the disservice among the many services that you know the world yeah. does to men. That's the disservice. And, and you know what? I, I do agree there. Yeah. And to your point, I've had this conversation with conversation with friends before. I do believe that there was almost like a double investment made in women mm-hmm. because of some of the shortcomings of men, yeah. per se. And we were just like, raise our girls, feed our girls, pour into our girls. And the guys were over there in the corner just playing. Yeah. yeah. And so now I believe there's a... You know, there's what we call, you know, arrested development. And I called it, I called it like suspended, you know, adolescence, which is really like literally you just, you're the man child. And, and in so many ways. So we as women are trying to navigate those waters. And it's been a very interesting now. We're just an, an interesting time in human history and totally and in relating men to women in different races and ethnicities and you know the political climate we're in a really strange place in human history and you know I wish that we could get to a point where we could lay down all of these hang-ups that we have and all of these predispositions and these judgments because it'd be nice to get to a point where you're just like, hey, I'm human. These are my needs. 
I'm human. These are my needs and yeah. meet right there. Yeah. Mm. But we have so much shit. We have Completely. so much shit. Yeah. So true. And even, you know, again, just thinking as a woman by nature, I'm a people pleaser. So I'm always trying to think what's the opposite side of this conversation. And again, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, obviously it's unfortunate that any guys listening that are those like good apples mm-hmm. and they think, God damn, I have to listen to like sort of, you know, like you can hear him screaming in the background. Like, that's not me. me that's not me. me, me. But, but at I the same time, yeah. right. Not and all then, men, well, but, but, but not all men <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. also thinking like as a rebuttal to the guys that are thinking that it's one of the things where like, it is a, it, we, we appreciate any guys that are listening that are just like good fucking dudes who, who are introspective and who are just like, Good who are people evolved. who are evolved mm-hmm. but at the same time this is gonna sound well whatever no, but it's true what but, but 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 <laughs> is it that going back to talk about being noble like is it that fucking noble it's like do we have to it's like yeah congratulations you're just being like, right it's, it's so sad that we almost have to like recognize and sort of praise the guys who are evolved and who are like with the you know me too and are in our and are strong enough to be yeah. able to be like yeah fuck straight white dudes we we got a lot of good things happen in our life and go women, please raise it. You know, yeah, it, it's sort yeah. of like fucked up that we even have to like praise well, those guys. guys like, Cause it's I, like, they're just being what should be normal. Exactly. <laughs> you know like I mean? didn't assault anyone from college. Like where's my <laughs> medal? And it's like, yeah, neither did I. I don't expect people to be congratulating me. It's like, yeah, you did the bare minimum. Congratulations, yeah, congratulations. for doing the bare minimum. Right, right, right. Like you don't right. get a star, a gold star. You know what? And, and, and I'm one of, I'm kind of similar to you. I'm always, trying to display both sides and right. sometimes it drives my friends crazy and they call it carmonizing or, <laughs> or carmonisms. Um, by the way, I'm Carmen Rogers. Just wanted to put that in again. C-A-R-M-E-N-R-O-D-G-E-R-S. People leave out the D all the time. Yeah. And the D is one of the most important things <laughs> in the world. You always got to get that D in. Always you get can. that D in is often as possible. And also but, what I just realized too, Carmen, uh, was it an MTV or a VH1 movie starring Beyonce? MTV with Omar Epps. Because yeah. because Carmen because Carmen Jones, which is from Carmen the Opera, right, like right, all of it's connected. Right, right. Carmen, oh all of it's connected to me. Oh. No, no, it's not. But yes, <laughs> me. But, anyways. but me and Beyonce have a connection. Hey, babe. Hey, boob. Oh, she listens. I'm sure she's listening she to she um, uh, ghosted stories. <laughs> Bay cast. Okay, so, but I, it's funny that I do the same thing of having right. both sides. And I can totally recognize, it, and it's not even just praising them for the bare minimum. We do have to recognize that this world has been set up for men mm. to be really, as far as with women and in relationships, par at best. Right. They don't have to give much. Right. Um, the numbers aren't in our we're, favor. We're, we're thrilled when they we give. We are thrilled when they do because of some cultural norms that unfortunately were pre-existing. It's like literally the world has a- allowed them to be what they are. Yeah. So it's so they're so they fighting. Don't have motivation to they're, be any what different. is? And I say this all. I remember. I you know just you know a little TMI. Never, but, never right. Um, you know, I have. Uh, it's so funny because I had some some cousins that, um, uh, you know, 
in their late 20s, you know, this, these are guy cousins, late 20s, like into their early 30s, literally still living at home with their parents. Mm. And um, my mom was complaining one day. She was just like, oh, it just frustrates me, blah, 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 blah. Why aren't they all on their own? Blah. And I said, mom, and this is in my family, and this is amongst my mom's siblings. And I said, mom, what's the motivation to change? Mm when you can go out all night, come home at wee hours of the morning, maybe even bring a friend home. Mama don't say nothing. She doesn't say anything if they, if you, Let, you know, you wake up in the morning, mama may have cooked. You leave, you come home, you might have fresh linens on your bed. Right. Why leave? Right. Why right. change when you have this cushy situation? Yeah. So. I say that to say men have had a really cushy situation for a really long time. What's the motivation to right. do better? Mm, so right. it's not necessarily that they can't do better. Yeah. What is the motivation to do better and not to make everything about race? You know, I'm a black woman. If y'all haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> but when you have a cushy life as a white person, yeah. living in the burbs and you yeah. travel to the city once a month for dinner and you get to see these people and then you travel back home and you're just like, wow, those people are really struggling and you send some money every now and again to whatever organization you decided was the, the charitable one that you give to for your tax write-off for right. that particular time. But there's, your life is in the burbs away yeah. from the 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 angst and the frustration and the hopelessness of poor people right. who are mostly black and brown when you live a cushy life and you get a cushy existence and you've had generations of a cushy existence right. What's the motivation to change? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the motivation to push against the system that disenfranchises people? Right. There's no motivation when you get to go escape to the burbs. You're or just, when the system is set up in, for two favor And you. when the system right. is set up so in your like, favor. So when the system isn't in favor of me anymore, so Trump. what is that going to be like? White women voting for Trump. Listen, oh, I know. God. But that's something that I feel like I've definitely yeah. had to confront, and I know a lot of my white women friends. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's weird to say it like that, but have had to think about too, because yeah. it's like, there is this thing when you're like white women voted Trump that I'm like, but not me, right. <laughs> but you, but that doesn't matter right. Right. because right. it's on me because yeah. I'm a part of this group. Yeah. So I got to get my girls together. Get we got to, I got to educate girl. some women. Aaron, get your girls. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that is true. what it's it is for men too, because be, it's like, right. the I need that you're to gather all these Facing people. the fact that you're complicit. Exactly. And having to just face that. Absolutely. And having discussions with people that are uncomfortable to have. So when people say something, you can't just be like, well, it'll be nicer if I just continue to eat in this Chili's and right. not say nothing to this woman. Right. But you got it. And most guys are not going to be like, you know, should you stop texting that other girl behind your girl's back? <laughs> like, that's not the discussion the guys yeah. are having with their friends. Mm -hmm. to that, it's to that point. To not. They're, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. who's holding yeah. them accountable? If, and the guy code, you know, it's all, always also about not being right. in each other's business right. and really having these surface relationships where you drink oh, beer, completely. You watch the game, you do these things. Completely. And, have a 
this disconnection emotionally mm-hmm. with who these men that you say are your friends right. that you've known for 20 that you've years. known and yeah. you know nothing about them but they're yeah. not real. except right. that they're fuck boys right. you know yeah. you know they're right. a fuck boy but you don't know how deep that shit is right. yeah and and so it's really like okay how far do you go and it's really i i don't i think we just as humans when you love somebody, you hold them accountable. It's yeah. really that simple, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. And you know, it's like, bruh, hey, mm, I'm not saying, it's and not in a judgy way, just totally. like, bruh, ugh, you might want to. Like, have we thought about this? Have we thought this out? Oh, maybe reconsider, yeah. maybe have a conversation, maybe mm-hmm. some a little more honesty. I know honesty and full disclosure, two very different things, but just a little more honesty can change relationship dynamics and can help you determine if this person is a fit for what you want your life to be and what you want yep. your lifestyle to be. Yeah. Because there are some women that are about it. Yeah. If you actually have a conversation with them. I right. mean, that is something that yeah. comes up on this podcast constantly where it's like, if you are honest, if you are up front mm-hmm. and you if you say, look, this is all I'm need. looking for in this mm-hmm. relationship. A, a lot of girls, I think guys just still don't want to believe that girls, some girls are down for, that. but that, exactly. Like, yeah. it's like, if you just are honest or we also often talk about like mm-hmm. guys who are just honest enough to sort of cl- close That's the door pouring. and be like, wine <laughs> pull ring. Anyone else need a little read? Yes. Guys who are honest enough to be like, yo, I got to close this door either forever or temporarily because I would need to be honest with you that I have this thing going on with another, you know, whatever the situation is. But guys, guys think that that means guys think that being honest about a shift in the situation like look i gotta put the brakes on i was talking right. up for a while my situation changed means that it closes the door forever so that's when they ghost or that's when they lie they don't realize that the ghosting and the lying is what closes the door if you're just honest then you can pick back up in a couple years and be like yo i broke up with that chick are you still around yeah. yo i have a story for the ages that really describes that situation. Is this a great segue into your story? It's a fantastic segue. Okay, right. into, so I have so today. many stories and so but this particular story is a person that I spent a lot of a lot of time with, serious relationship, yes. Tell us before you do. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, wait, oh no, we need you to do the other. We were so in the segue. Okay, do okay. the segment quick. We always make everyone really quick for you to do your story. <gasps> who, what celebrity would play you in the Lifetime movie about you, aka who's your celebrity doppelganger? Because we want Ooh. the audience to envision you oh, clearly wow. in their mind's eye. No pressure, but I'm timing you. No. Just kidding. Damn, <laughs> that's so hard for me. I know. Because the person that it's I think of everyone. first is... Beyonce older in the movie than me Carmen. right oh. huh right <laughs> but the person that i think of first she's actually older than me but she's such a g and her name is gina torres oh, oh. i know gina yeah of course yeah so yes. i think she's amazing i think she's super dope and i think she'd be awesome at playing me okay, so that's perfect. the first person that comes to mind she was in firefly she was in firefly yes <laughs> That's she's why Aaron's amazing. my friend. That is why Aaron's my friend. <laughs> I love her. No, she's fantastic. She's, I mean, she's beautiful. You know who's, whose wife she is, right? No, who? Lawrence Fishburne. Really? Lawrence Fishburne? Yes. Upgraded. Good for Upgraded. him. Yeah. Upgraded. Right. So, but, um, yes, so Gina Torres, hey, boo, Mm -hmm. I know you're, I mean, by just a few years, it don't even matter. You look so amazing. Just, you can play me. Yeah. There it is. I love it. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. And then before you tell your story, give the audience just like a brief summary of your relationship history so they can contextualize, you know, like, are you a serial single (laughs) woman? Are you a serial monogamist? Way too many questions. (laughs) It could be a brief overview. You know what? It's hard to say because I would say I'm a mixture. Okay. Because I've had long-term relationships and then none. 
Yeah. Like literally, um, you know, I, I was a young mom. I had my daughter with my high school, college sweetheart. Then that was a long relationship. And then I had another long relationship and then I've barely been in anything serious. I really, that's kind of me though too. I really, many, many years of not being serious because Y'all kind of suck. Well, I mean, that's... But yeah. Also, it sounds like if you started dating when you were in high school, through college... Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know how long you were with him after college, Mm -hmm. and then immediately into something else. And it wasn't immediate, but it was close enough. It was close enough to go into something else long-term. While you have a young child at home. While I had a young child. So that's a game changer. Yeah. 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 So, and then it has been years of being just really, really, really single and trying to... Yeah, I can't share that. But yeah, so um so yeah, and 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 honestly trying to not be in a relationship but the men that I was dealing with really wanted a relationship. Oh, um and me saying that's just not my life right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly them saying but that's what I want and me saying hey but this is what I want and them saying I can change your mind and them not being able to change my mind (laughs) so you know it's a combination of things but one of this person that I was in this long-term relationship with that was mostly on but definitely had some off moments um you know we had had an off moment and it was our longest off moment how did you meet Give we, us all, spare we, us no detail. <laughs> we met musically, you know, oh, I'm cool. a musician, he's yeah. a musician, and I honestly met him and thought he was going to be a cool, like, writing partner, and oh, then wow. we ended up hanging out one day, and I was like, oh, God, do I like him? No, no, I don't want to like him. Don't want to like him, because he wasn't my type. Right. And I ended up saying, oh, God, I like him, and then I ended up loving him. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh and boy. so it was How just, long were you together before this? Break? I don't even want to say, <laughs> but it was way, it was, it was, you know how you keep people pat, you know how you have a yeah, box of milk. Expiration date. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Way past expiration yeah. date. Um, but, but what's interesting is one of those moments of, I should have stayed gone. But I, you know, when we look at those guys, like, oh, they have so much potential. Um, So this particular time, this was the longest time we were apart. We were, like, literally not together over a year. Okay. And um, Not in touch at all? We were in touch because we had mutual friends because we had been together at this point. So we would see each other. But we were definitely not together. Sure. In any way. Physically, any way. And it was interesting because when we ended up, y'all, I kid you not. We had a show together and we, we were booked. I shouldn't say together. We were booked at the same time in Paris, France. What? We had shows, same venue, days apart in Paris. Oh my God. So we're in Paris at the same time. You know what happened. So what are you going to do? It's fucking Paris, guys. What can you do? You're not Paris, Texas. Paris, France. (laughs) Paris, guys. So I, we, we rekindled the old flame and I get back to the States and I'm just glowing. I'm in love. And, um, and so it's funny because we got back, we, we get back to the States and again, being a woman and being the type of woman that I really, at this point was so emotionally intelligent 
and really wanted to be as honest as possible because I, I wasn't always honest in relationships. And that was something that was really important to me in this particular relationship. Yeah. And I told him that before as well. Like, look, I wasn't always the nice person in the relationship. And this time I want to be a good person. Yeah. So I'm being trans fully transparent and I'm going to try to d be the person that you need. Yeah. I say, Hey, Hey guy, I love you. You love me. We've been apart for over a year and we're grown ups. So we rekindled this beautiful relationship in Paris, but now we're back in the States where I've been living apart from you for over a year. I got some shit to handle. I have some calls to make. So when <laughs> I make these calls and close some shit out, yeah, yeah. I will let you know, and then we can be hot and right. heavy back me and you all over again. Right. I say, I'm sure you have to do the same thing because we've been apart a for year. a year. You're a guy. Yeah. He says, oh, no. I don't have anything to close out. Oh, God. Oh, he's been celibate for a year? I said, really? Oh, God. <laughs> really? Okay. I close things out. One of the closures, he was just like not happy with me. He said, don't go back, Carmen. He said, who are you? What are you doing? Like literally, and we were friends. He said literally, like, how could you do this to yourself? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so he God. was speaking some truth at you. He was felt. speaking some truth at me as my friend yeah. who was a, who had, I had, it was a friend with benefits. Right. And did he know actual stories about this ex or was it just some in yeah. general feel? Okay. So yeah. he knew, he knew things. Okay. He knew Got things. It. Got it. And I said, no, we went to Paris and we in love. Right. Right. It's me right. and him against the world again. As soon as me and you say goodbye. <laughs> So we said goodbye and I rekindled this relationship. <sighs> then oh his phone is blowing up. He's getting all these texts one day. And sorry guys, you, 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 you guys are terrible at hiding shit. I, it's shocking. You're, you're so bad. Like, it's like, catch me. They're bad at hiding dumb shit. They're bad at hiding big stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like, so, I know this is it's even hilarious. Hard. It's and you know hard. what? And I'm not going to even tell you what to do to hide shit because no. we're not going to give you the key. Right. We're not going to give you the key if you haven't figured that oh, shit yeah. out but just already. Know, if you think you're hiding something from a woman right now, yeah. she knows. She, she knows. knows. Yeah. And, and if she don't know, she about to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. She don't want to know. She don't want to know because she's trying to keep it cushy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you think to the point where you're like, I've had situations where it's like, how, like, this is definitely a manipulation where you wanted me to find this. <laughs> right. But then it comes to light that like, no, you're just slow. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. How is it possible? How is it possible? So this particular time, oh boy, this particular <laughs> time. I, um, I, I'm at his place cause we were always in each other's place and he's traveling and he, he's talking, we're talking and he has to get off the phone abruptly. And I thought I heard a, like a woman's voice. Say my name, say yes. My name. And I, and it just triggered me. I was just like, and you, we weren't even using the term triggered at this point, but it triggered me. I was just like, because I'd already dealt with some shit. With like, there's going to be a term for this in about three, which four was years. Why, right. Which was why we weren't even together in the first place for that year plus. So I'm at his home. 
I'm actually, what's funny is like getting his place ready for the holidays so that when he returns, his space has holiday love. Sure. But what's staring at me is his Mac. Oh boy. You, oh, it's, it's staring too, at me. I'm like, don't, I, I'm just like, I, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Carmen. Don't do it. It's staring you know, at and me. And also cause you knew what you were going to find. Because yeah. I knew what I was going to find. Right. Gut, yeah. I knew what I was going to find. And so, but because of how he got off of the phone with me and it was almost like he ran into a woman and he didn't want me to hear the interaction. Mm-hmm. I said this motherfucker right here. So <laughs> I decided, you know what? I'm in his house. House. his computer's right there it's not like it. he could carry a damn iMac with him yeah. to where whatever city he was in at the time <laughs> so I just turned it on and it made that nice little noise and mm. then it opens up to his email and there's his email and he didn't even password protect listen him. listen it's <laughs> it's really 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 sad how yeah. how they just don't and w- w- the thing <laughs> is with women and, and what's interesting is with men, they actually don't want you to know. They're just so bad. Mm-hmm. With women, if you find out, it's because we just, we, we were dying and we wanted you to know the exactly. truth. Because exactly. honestly, we will take shit to our graves. Mm-hmm. We okay. will take a secret into the grave, into the next life, and into the next grave. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, keeping secrets from three lifetimes ago. Dude, no one will I'm know. keeping secrets from friends that I'm sitting in front of at any particular moment because yeah. we have to. Right. We're the mm-hmm. keeper of secrets. Right. Yeah. Um, and so this so I decided, you know, your email, it's open. Gosh, it's, it's there. not password protected. It, everything just opens up. He was and, asking for you to read it. And there's a conversation with this woman, oh, you know, just about how I guess she was at work one day just thinking about how good his sex was and so she wanted to share it with him. And it's just like, bruh, this is why you've been turning your phone off because it also is an email to her saying some lie about some family member or some shit. That so he's he, lying about you. He's also lying about me. So he also couldn't even tell this woman who he had been oh seeing while we were apart. And it's like, bro, we've been apart. I've been acting grown too. I don't give a fuck who you've seen while I've been apart from right. you. We're starting something new. Can we just be new and be us now? Right. But not only did he lie to me about the person that he had been seeing and not you. You don't even have to tell me who she is. Right. right. But like, when I cares? say, "Hey, I'm business. closing shit out," yeah. you can't say, "You know what? We've both been grown ups. We've both been apart. You know, mm-hmm. when we come together, let's just make sure this shit is clean. It's a clean situation for us to and actually do it right this time. Right. So not only are you lying about that, but to re-enter a relationship with me, you still can't even tell this woman. Yeah. That so she- you. <sighs> are you know what hey there's a person i, I care about deep. something yeah and i i'm 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 so, i can't you and i don't it's not a fit yeah it's real it's not a fit or not even it's not a fit but or, just like or this moved, woman or came back this, into my life yeah. i really feel like i need to honor this right. i really feel like i want to see where this goes she's someone i have a history with like mm-hmm. go with god like right it could be right, that too right. you know what i mean it doesn't have to be there like you so, and i are in a fit it could just be like i gotta there see where are this so leads. many ways to tell the truth in that moment the truth yeah there there are many ways and none of it happened 
None of it like, happened. But, but, like the but thing he, with these guys is like, what is your end game? Right. The end right. game. Where does it end? For this particular person, and it's interesting. And I, I'm sorry, I was away from the mic, leaning yeah, back, drinking great. my wine. But um, I think one of the things, and this is a whole other podcast, and you know, you guys can just invite me all the time. Then yeah, I'll just please. we'll just talk about these Be things. Here every week. Um, Do is every yeah. Um, is because this guy who I was seeing was a nice guy. Quotes. Mm. He was the nice guy. He was the good guy. And I think that even with him, it's it was about remaining a nice guy. He couldn't like hurt. He thought he did, it was hurt. But so did, yeah. did he, did he, or maybe you don't know, or it obviously doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do you, did he physically see her when you guys rekindled or just was sort of email exchanging, just exchanging with her, leading her on, giving, feeding the dream to her still that things were fine, but I just can't see you. I just can't see you. No, or do you I think, think they were in actually this particular case, because unfortunately there were other cases oh. um, with the same person. In this particular case, it was for me, it was about, there have been so many lies in right. the relationship that we right. had former prior to that so just didn't even matter it's like i don't even care if you did see her if you're just right so at this point it's like we've been apart for over a year we decide that we're going to be grown-ups and try this again right i say to you and i give you room right i give you space to say yeah to actually be honest yeah be honest I say to you as a woman, and you know all the stigmas that can be attached to a woman who um, who who feels free enough to have even one relationship right. outside of the person they've been with. Mm-hmm. If I say to you as a woman, hey, while we've been apart, I've been having fun. Right. And that fun I need to actually close out so that it does there so that there's no residue. Right. So that it doesn't seep over into what we're trying to recreate. Right. We're trying to create something new. Right. And I don't want that shit to yeah. be in what we're into the new shit. Yeah, of course. And you and I say this to you and and you know our history. You can't say me too. Right. This is one of the times, guys, you could say me too. (laughs) You say, hey, you know what? I too need to handle some some of my business so that when because I literally said I will let you know when everything is clean and I'm ready to reenter a relationship with you. Right. Not just like, hey, we're we're fuck buddies. Mm -hmm. Not just like, hey, you know, it is actually literally I'm re-entering a relationship, a committed relationship with you. Before I do this, before I take this very adult step, let me clean some shit up. Right. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even clean your shit up and tell me, because it was two infractions, you couldn't tell me you had some shit to clean up. And then the person you needed to clean shit up with, you couldn't tell her the truth. Mm -hmm. He literally, what's interesting (sighs) is he ghosted her. Oh, so when really? I no, so the the end story the end story of this is he disappeared on her pretty much. He just stopped responding because he thought that she would be follow- better for him. And it's his- better for yeah. him and his nice guy image. Yep. It's easier for him to reconcile. But what he doesn't realize is that in that one momentary, brief, fleeting mm-hmm. sting, she will feel. It's ultimately the nice guy move to be honest and let her feel that. And she will be grateful. She will be and grateful. She will Instead respect. of this dragging off and then she has to think about like, what did I do? What did I say? Was it this? Was it that? And ultimately oh it was nothing God. that she did. And it was nothing. It had nothing to do with it her. It had nothing to do with her. And you know what? Let's just say, now let's go to the other side of it. Let's just say you're, li- you're dealing with someone who's irrational. 
and you tell her the truth and she handles it badly. Guess what? You told her the truth. Yeah. So and can you at least just hold yeah. on to that to say, you know what? I did the right you thing. You did the right thing. Boo, that's on you that you can't handle the yeah. fact that we were not in a committed relationship that I was seeing you and that I decided to go back and rekindle something of a, a of a years long relationship with somebody that I loved and that I said I was going to marry and build a family with Mm -hmm. all of those things you can say and say, I did my part, how you handle that information, especially if I do it with kindness, how you handle that information boo is on you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, but, and, and, and men, men that are listening, that's all we ask. Yeah. That's all we ask. You know, and then, then you can actually use that lazy ass term she's crazy you can use it if she then if flips she out when badly, you right. when you give this information that is the Are truth doing the gentlemanly thing that like yeah Absolutely. i just don't my boyfriend and i broke up for five or six months and when we got back together i mean same thing in the way that we were like he was like i want to be honest with you there was obviously we've both been like dating people sleeping mm-hmm. with people, whatever he's like there was one girl that it was, I was seeing her regularly. I was seeing her regularly and it wasn't, yeah. yeah, And he's like, and I obviously like definitely for sure need to let her know, you know, maybe there's a couple other girls that like, I saw him a couple times. I don't need, but like, it would be the right thing to do to just be like, yo, I'm seeing my ex again or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then he insisted on letting me see the text. I was like, (laughs) I want to see that shit. But then like in hindsight, it was kind of, I don't know. It was just nice to know he actually did follow through with it. Absolutely. You know, and And just to be like, hey, I'm seeing my ex again or whatever. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's like, I'm the one man with a good receipt. So I'm going to need everyone. (laughs) He has a good receipt. (laughs) So I'm going to need to bear witness to this, please. But you know what? In that case, you know, and that is, I believe, the being honest versus full disclosure. I believe the being honest with you was like, hey, I've been seeing some people, but there was one person that I saw more often. She was she was regular and it would be the right thing for me to do to go on and close this out. Right. The full disclosure is then showing you the evidence you know right. see, you seeing pictures of, because some of that information is unnecessary right it's absolutely unnecessary right. i don't need to see these people i don't care who they are right it i really, don't need to be compelled to look them up on facebook absolutely <laughs> i don't want to know enough to yeah, feel the wanna, urge exactly. to feel the urge because there's some human <laughs> things in us especially right. as women when we've been subjugated to these roles of you know kind of watching men be out there having fun and right. and doing whatever they want to do with impunity. Right. <laughs> and right. then with us being, you know, there there are, you know, stigmas attached if we decide to make some of those same moves. And right. so I believe that, yeah, that full full disclosure in that case, that's just it's it's unnecessary right. information because what all we're looking for is things to be clean. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't right. make a fool out of me. Exactly. You know? That it, is it don't make a fool out right. of me. Because that's <laughs> right. the part that hurts the most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. On all sides of it. It's just for like sure. on, all sides. on all sides. And we don't want to make a fool out of you either, guys. No. We really don't. And it will know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You think Don't, you're keeping we'll, secrets. We'll never not. No know. man has ever kept one secret from no. one woman. Never. God. No. Yeah, they don't. They're so bad at it. They're well, because really I also don't think that men realize how observant women are just because it's like for our own safety. We have to know ex- always and what's going happening back to everywhere they don't around necessarily us. need to be. And so yeah. they don't, they don't understand. Have yeah. That yeah. Like, so they don't get it. But I'm like, I notice when something's moved in the apartment. I notice when you've always been acting this way. Now you're acting a little bit like this way. Like, because right. we're always thinking of our safety. 
Exactly. Yeah. In a way that men don't have to. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's like, that's how we pick up on subtle differences because we're like, it always, it's stuff about to go wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. Men don't. They oh. don't. They yeah. don't. Yeah. It's nice. funny. Cause I'm, I'm, I, I'm fortunate enough to be able to tour and do shows all over the place. And I was talking to a friend of mine, um, who was just like, you know, do you have fun on the road? <laughs> and I'm like, man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I would love to have fun on the road. But I said, I have to think about two things, my safety and my reputation. Mm -hmm. I have to think about if you're going to hurt me. Yeah. Um, and I have to think about if you're going to tell the world right. and what that means. Um, uh, and, and, and he, and he was baffled. He was just like, wow, if I was on the road, that's two things I don't care about. <laughs> I don't ever have to think about my safety with a woman. I don't ever have to think about my reputation with a woman <laughs> right? because even if they're with someone else, women are expected to forgive anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's so yeah. interesting just being in a woman's body and you having some of the same desires as a man and some of the same, and you literally have to say, you know what? I can't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I used to do stand up, and when I first started out, I had, was so just paranoid about developing a reputation with mm -hmm. like, because I was in a time of my life or not. I mean. <laughs> whatever you should always be in that time of your life where you're just like yeah i'm gonna have fun like yeah. sleep around like do whatever the fuck i want i had slept with two comedians and i was just like spiraling i'm like oh my god i'm gonna two <laughs> two in the, like, in the have world reputation yeah in the yeah. world exactly yeah. i just like two new york city comedians i'm like oh god i gotta cut myself off i'm, I'm gonna have a reputation yeah. Can you but imagine? But it's also like this was your friend group. In These were the people you were meeting. Right. These are the only people you were meeting. Like, right. also, it's like, right. yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. But I do understand that because that kind of should be a rule with guys and girls. Don't shit where you eat. And it is in that yeah. case, too. Exactly. And that's it was different like similar than even industry reputation. thing, too. But, yeah. like, yeah. But still, like, don't shit where you eat. It's a bad idea. Male comedians are not thinking about that shit. They oh. kind of aren't. <laughs> no. Not at all. No. <sighs> because they know if it comes out, they look like, damn, you exactly. got all of that? Exactly. And yeah. it's like, oh, God, Chelsea, like Chelsea's sleeping her way to the top, like sort of thing. <laughs> That's like what I was paranoid about. Sleeping her I'm way to the top. Sleeping her way to the top of the open mic scene in New York City. I know, you yeah. know you're sleeping so, your way to, to the, the middle. <laughs> to the middle. <laughs> I mean, if you're lucky. To the lower middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I wish I'd slept my way to the top. I, who I do, wish I had who the instruction manual. To to the Let's the do instruction it. Manual. Yeah. Is there a way to sleep our way to the top? I really, you know, it's so interesting when we, cause we've heard that since we were kids. Yeah. yeah. I need to see an example of someone who that slept the their way to the, the top. I don't know one person who that has worked out for them. Not long term. No, no. no. You'll yeah. get short little things. You don't get long things. You don't get a career. No, because at the end of the day, talent still matters. Mm. And so yeah. I wonder, you know, do you have those individuals, you know, mm, I, I, I retract that because I also think about, you know, Annabella, um, Scar yeah. Yeah, yeah, who was talented, who was violated by Harvey and who didn't work yeah. all those years. Yeah. Mira Sorvino, who won an Oscar. Mira Sorvino, who, who won, a who won Oscar. an Oscar. No more work. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's more likely to happen, I think, than sleeping your way to the top. That's more likely. And that's why I retracted what I was about to say. Because right. yeah. that's more likely because at the end of the day, and I've said this before, and I've had to say this to my guy friends who still, you know, they feel as though they're being attacked right now because right. we're really vocal. I'm really yeah. tired. Uh, very, it, it's exhausting. It's very sad. But, um, they feel like they're being attacked. And I, I usually, I have the same spiel that I use pretty much every time. And I say that you can literally kill us and ruin our careers with that same hand. Yeah. With your pen or with your hand, like literally you can do either of those things. So you can ruin us in two different ways with your hands. And we're always, always conscientious of that yeah. we are thinking when we're on a date and it's going poorly we're thinking hmm, how can i ease out of this exactly to not rock the boat to make it oh feel God, good course. to like, make sure that i just get home yeah i just yeah. want to get home like yeah. this is really a bad date and if i make him feel some kind of way i don't know him well enough to know what his reaction is going to be right, right. Do, right. Should I let him know where my apartment is? Yeah. Because then is he just going to start showing up? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I get tired of the men who are like, is it, is anything safe now? It's not like, I don't know. Are you, are you assaulting women? Yeah, are you be... keeping women from like rising in your company? Like, no, then you're fine. Right. And <laughs> like, guys, do you... it, are you watch your back? <laughs> Like, Who's the fucking and, Tony and Robbins? What? Oh, Tony Robbins did you criticizing see that video? the Me Too just, movement. Yeah, that being was like, gross. Like just, and he, him and all of his ilk or whatever guys are in the same camp of him of just like, it, well, it's crazy he to me, He literally but it's not crazy gave to me. the just advice like, to, you just don't hire a, a, an attractive woman. Right. Because that, you that don't know his, what you're going to do. You know, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> If you you're not a caveman. You can, yeah, that if you don't insane. think you can work around an attractive woman without sexually assaulting her, then I think you need to go you into an inpatient facility. You commit yourself. Because you are a problem. Or yeah. just go live in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. How but about it's, that? It's don't jump off a bridge. We're, we're good on men. Right. <laughs> she said we're good on men. <laughs> we got... <laughs> I, am I wrong? Aaron's no, married, guys. Wrong. Aaron's you're married. Yeah, well, I, don't want, I don't want him to jump off a bridge. He were, like, you're not wrong, and it's just until. <laughs> me, but me, I'm saying, if that is your thought process of like, well, yeah, I don't want to hire this woman right. because either you think that all women are lying, so you think this woman because she's attractive she's gonna start lying, or you think, that <laughs> oh you, my god, that's so ridiculous. Go on. Yeah, or you think that like this woman is attractive, I can't stop myself from sexually assaulting her. <laughs> Right. Get yourself some help. Right. You yeah. need help. And like the step one was like the Me Too movement. And then step two <laughs> is going to be, be having society at large not view the Me Too movement as some sort of strain, like like attack or like a, it's like, no, we just literally it's, all we're asking is to be treated like people. Mm-hmm. And exactly like you're saying, like if you're a dude who now feels somehow threatened by the Me Too movement, then you are a pro like you are something's going on with you yeah because you need to look back to your actions like a like, normal why person is this making me nervous any guy that treats women like human beings doesn't have to worry about anything yeah and like you know obviously it's a damn shame that on both sides and on all all sides of everything 
there are going to be the bad apples and the the you know accusations that are embellished or not because true. people lie like, because people exactly but it has nothing to do it's just but like it's so and it's those guys that view the me too movement as some sort of like women getting a revenge or women it's just like and that's what i'm saying like i think of that way of like what tony robbins seems to view yeah. it and like men like him even yeah. women like him oh you plenty. know but it's you know like, it's very similar and you know to and i don't know how you feel about the black lives matter movement and it's literally when you hear people say and they've used the analogy when people say you know um let's say all you know um all you, lives matter all, you lives, mean? Matter. all my lives matter even or, just the fact that you ask that we don't you wonder how we feel about the we are not all lives matter no because let's honestly be because yeah. it's again Black lives do you matter. know how how people are raised mm-hmm. um and their worldview worldviews can shift and yeah. so you might still be at an all lives matter point um, and or and and then there might be that thing that takes you over, or you know, right. I don't know. I just you or know, even you just, just not. Know. I would argue in people mm-hmm. that I've seen in my Facebook feed, it's almost like a just. It's like, and again, like I'm not making an excuse, but just to your point about worldviews shifting, it's just like the 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 extent of the privilege and that yeah. that they just don't even understand. It's just like they don't even fucking understand. Or They're, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, like, like why why yeah. all lives matter would be. Offensive. Offensive. Yeah. And you have to get them over that hurdle Absolutely. of like, and you know. And you've heard the, the analogies of, you know, people, if, you know, Susan G. Komen is for, you know, is, is trying to raise awareness money for right. for breast cancer research. Right. And then someone's like, oh, cancer matters. And it's like, bruh. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Right. Or, you know, the, the whole thing of, you know, there's a house on fire. Right. in a neighborhood and you're out there protesting all houses matter and it's like but this one's on fire right, right. so yeah. let's let's so let's kind of, let's just, just focus our attention yeah, right. here right let's put this, let's fire, put this out. fire out can we put this and then fire we can out? worry about the other houses that absolutely are, that are there and so when you look at the me too movement it's it's it, it this it and it's again because so much even when you think of supremacy it's still even it's based in patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. All of it's of patriarchy. Of it, it and it's it's and so so you're seeing this with me too is just like but what about us men? You making it hard reaction. for us men. Right. And guys be, right. It's like or even and going back to the beginning of like the guys who are listening or whatever and thinking like but I'm one of the good ones. It's like but that's beside it's like just shut the fuck but up. Also, like, if and you're support. one of the good ones, then we're not talking to you. Exactly. So don't worry about. It. Don't feel. There's no reason to be threatened, or there's no right. reason yeah. to. It's just like. And if you're one of the good ones, and you let your boys be out there wilding, yeah. then, then how are good you are you? Good yeah. And I'm not saying that you're trying to tell your guys what to do, and but to never even keeper, acknowledge like, that they're yeah. doing some fucked up yeah. shit. Holding everyone accountable. It's like just you said, yeah. a little bit of accountability. Yeah. It, there can be, it can be some spoon feeding because I know the guy culture is very different right. and it's not now you're not becoming a bitch. You're not becoming a fag. You're not becoming right. gay and all of these. But also terrible, you have to think about why becoming a bitch or fag or gay is negative problematic to you. To you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Cause there's nothing wrong with being a woman. There's exactly. nothing wrong with being gay. Right. Or I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know uh, what I mean. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is this thing of like I think people hold so fast to strange identities within themselves. Right. So I think it's like the identity of like, well, I believe that America is a place where everybody's equal. So now you're telling me everybody isn't equal. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then you're like, yeah, you, then you're at a stage that where you're like, well, everybody isn't equal. So then I have to recalibrate how I view my country. And right. I don't want to do that because right. that's work. So instead I'm going to be like, all <laughs> lives matter because that's why I, how work. I choose to continue to my, li- cause right. that's the thing. It's like, it's like work. when you say like white women are responsible for Trump, there is, or was, I mean, now that part of me is dead, yeah. but there was a part <laughs> that I was like, but no, but no, but no. And then it's like, no, it is. You have to own right. the part of your, the parts of yourself that are like problematic. But, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. It's not easy for men going forward with me too, because I do think you have to hold people to standards where you were able to just get a free pass. Absolutely. And all of us, you know, I, I believe that in some ways, in some ways, all of, you know, there, there's, there are ranges of privilege, you know, even mm-hmm. yeah, sure, sure. I'm a black woman. And at, you know, when you look on the, on the, the totem pole, I'm at the bottom. However, I know I'm fly, So that's one thing. <laughs> but the other thing is that I also know that all my limbs work. Right. Yeah. I, you know, all, you know, yeah. so I have all my appendages. I can see, I can speak my mental yeah. faculties, faculties, although I've been drinking, so I almost <laughs> said facilities, um, but they're intact and they're fun- not only fully functional, but pretty fucking sharp. Right, right, and, right. and there are individuals that don't yeah. have and that I've been privileged to see, literally see the world. Yeah. And there are people that have never left their block. So, so those are things that I try to keep in mind um, and those are ways that I try really hard, even as a human, cause we judge, we just do, it's just us yeah. being human, but being self-aware enough to try to back out of that and say, okay, all right, Carmen, you know, before you get all super judgy, you know, what, you know, and, and, and looking at things, you know, like macro versus micro, you right. know, and, right. and so, so I think that we all have some responsibility in some way to recognize whatever our privilege is mm-hmm. so that we can contribute to this world, yeah. you yes. know, and yes. just make it a little bit better. Right. And which is at the heart of any guys who are sort of feeling weird about the media. It's just like, just recognize that you have privilege and just accept it and yeah. just live in the world. Speaking though of your great talents and privilege, world. let's talk, Carmen, before we wrap up about oh your shows you have coming up. Anything you want to plug, have at oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Chelsea. <laughs> Tonight's Bay cast featuring Carmen Rogers. And I um I have a couple of shows coming up. I'm based here in New York. I'm in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy, Do or Die. That's where I live. But I have two shows coming up. Lower East Side at Rockwood Music Hall. Oh, yeah, April 29th. Venue. Yes, beautiful venue. April 29th is show number one. It's a late show, 11 p.m. It's just piano and me. And so awesome. it's a really stripped down show, but it's going to be so much fun. That's April 29th, 11 p.m. in Rockwood Music Hall. And then second show is Monday, a little bit of an early sh- earlier show at 8.30 p.m., um, and that is on Monday the 30th, again, at Rockwood Music Hall, Piano and Microphone, um, starring me once again. <laughs> and um, please keep in mind these shows start 
on time. So 11 p.m. is when we're starting. So I would say get there by 1030 on the 29th, get there by 8 p.m. on the 30th. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. I love it. And check me out. I am Carmen Rogers dot com is my email address. I say emails because I've been drinking, Um, (laughs) which is my website. But really, internet. Yeah. But really where I'm most active. I love Instagram. uh, So that's Carmen Rogers. C-A-R-M-E-N-R-O-D-G-E-R-S. Never forget the D. Um, Never forget the D, guys. (laughs) Help me out, guys. Never forget the D. And then Twitter, Carmen Rogers as well. At Carmen Rogers. R-O-D-G-E-R-S. Carmen Rogers fans on Facebook. I love it. And we're all Carmen, Carmen Rogers fans. Oh, thanks, Erin. <laughs> this was great. Carmen, thank this you so much. Fantastic. We went so many places Aww. with this. This yeah. is great. Yeah. I love it. it. it was a Let's start path off with Beyonce on every podcast, and then maybe we'll like... Maybe that's where we go start. Go to good places. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. everyone should be a Baycast. <gasps> every cast a Baycast. <laughs> every cast a Baycast. <laughs> Even casts on your legs or <laughs> arms You should or be neck. so lucky. You should be so lucky Draw to have a, a Baycast. on that cast and go about your day. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Lemons. Yeah. Lemonade. Yeah. Lemonade all comes back to bay. All yeah. right, you guys. Carmen, thank you so much. Thank Go see you. her shows. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys next week. Boo. Boo. <laughs>